Hi and welcome to episode 46 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Is Reportage and This Is Reportage family and I'm a photographer too. Great to have the fab Darren Kerwin with us today. Darren is one of the very best wedding photographers in Ireland, he's won seven reportage awards from us and is a speaker at Doc Day 2021 as well. We talk about lots of different things in the episode, with Darren sharing all about how he likes to work close and tips for doing that, the story behind one of his specific reportage awards, Zinedine Zidane, thoughts on the power of cropping, his journey into weddings, tips on working with videographers and much more. Hey Darren, how you doing? Alan, how's things? I'm okay, yeah, all good, all good. How are things with you? Good stuff, yeah, yeah, all, all's good here. Um, quiet obviously at the minute but like mm. yeah everything's good you know I, I don't have too many complaints really you know that's good that is good for this time yeah how is it you know because we can't ignore it how has it affected you this year you know and how, you, how have you been coping with it all yeah I mean I suppose like business wise it's been obviously a bit of a disaster like um mm. you know pretty much all, 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 all weddings when I should have been like shooting an absolute ton of them this summer. Like, I, I, to be honest, I haven't done the figures exactly, but I'm at least probably 40 weddings out since the start of this, probably even more now at this stage. Wow, like, man. um, that, that would have shot, like I, I, I'd kind of, I, I shoot enough, like, you know, I, I do quite a few weddings. So, um, like I wouldn't 40. be somebody that does, yeah, I wouldn't be somebody that does 30. I don't know. Like last year I would have done, somewhere in the region of like 65 i think they're thereabouts. so really wow yeah yeah so like most of those are are gone there's a few kind of hanging in and like another cancellation this morning for like november mm. so that's cleared november out um it's the kind of the last one yeah so like business-wise it's been a, a, a disaster but um like to be honest and i like personally it's been amazing <laughs> total opposite personally Personally. Oh really? Yeah, you've been yeah, you've been yeah. okay then. Yeah, have you found yeah, some the like, good sides? Yeah, oh definitely. For me, this has been a way more positive experience than it has been a negative because like what am I? I'm shooting twelve years now and um I suppose up until this point I like because of the kind of figures that I do for, for weddings, like I, I'd never really kind of gotten a, a massive break. Like I used to, before the kids came along, I kind of, I used to always take November off and that. So I'd kind of have that one month where we'd kind of go away traveling and do something like that. But now it's, it's kind of been just life is fairly nonstop, you know, yourself with kids. And um, like this has kind of enforced that break on me and it's, oh, it's been brilliant. Like spending mm -hmm. like the whole summer with the kids and, mm. you know, yeah. So, but like it's, yeah, that's been great. So I like, I really have, I'm kind of in, two minds like lucky I, I had a quite or I do have a quite successful business I would say and um, that has allowed me to kind of take this hit for this year well for one year anyway right yeah but yeah but no life life is good I've I've no complaints it's been overall very positive experience for me you know? well that's great to hear man that is really 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 good because um yeah it's been a roller coaster for me as well and like you I've just lost like well virtually all my weddings I shot one in January I've not shot a wedding since January actually it's so mad like isn't it yeah have you shot any like kind of smaller kind of covid ones or anything no like um I was supposed to have one say last week and we're like say the big you know 14 hour day wedding or whatever and and then it was like a two-hour, two-hour wedding where we just covered the ceremony and, and did a couple of portraits afterwards for the family. Right. 
That was it. That's uh, that's kind of as much as I'm oh, doing at the minute. But it's anyway, mad, yeah, isn't it? Fingers crossed for for 2021. Um, but yeah, as no. you say, I'm, I spent a lot of time with my kids as well, and that's lovely. And they're back at school now, and it, the house is so quiet. It's odd. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's been a. Uh, strange like because your kids i think are similar in age to my own right oh yeah how old are yours uh so like just going on six and three and a half so oh similar yeah so i've got yeah. eight and a five-year-old yeah okay yeah yeah so um they're getting on well back in school anyway that's good yes yeah mine were happy to go back so that's all good that's all good um by the way during my research for um this interview i found someone saying this about you online um which is i just wanted to say because that was really cool on weddingsonline.ie um okay. and they said we had another photographer booked but changed after we saw our friend's album she used darren and raved about him her album was fab that is so, very cool yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> kind of good to hear things like that i haven't seen that one but um yeah that's, that's, that's cool i yeah. like because when you know yeah because i've listened like i said to you before I, i've listened to the vast majority of the podcast now so and i hear you saying about like looking up information about say whoever you're speaking to online i was like alan's gonna find it hard to find stuff about me because like i I don't put much out there, certainly personally, like, and I only stick a few photos up on social media. Like I never put out much kind of heavy content wise and cause I'd be quite a private person say, um, when it comes okay. to stuff out online. So I was like, Alan's going to find it tough. And, then <laughs> did, and obviously you did the, the podcast with Alex Vita there recently about the, the websites. And I was like, Oh man, he's gonna find nothing off my website. It's so terrible. Like, but at least you found something. <laughs> I did. I found a bit. I found quite a bit, man. I got got a lot of questions here. Um, yeah, you. I like the way your website though. It's just very. It's just very clear. You know, it's just like great images. You don't need. You know, so many people have such kind of fancy stuff going on and stuff, but you don't need it. And you, you're proof of that with like you know, sixty five weddings and doing it twelve years or whatnot. You don't need all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I suppose the way I kind of set myself up, like I've uh, I've a certain kind of target in, in, in the weddings that I kind of go for in that. And um, it's very much about kind of keeping it local. So my website, listen, my website's terrible. <laughs> it's and not. I, I, no, it, it is like, but lucky enough, the photos on it really show what I'm about. But like the rest of it is, is pretty disaster. And actually during this whole COVID thing, I have... Um, I've half built a website, a new WordPress one. Oh, cool. And just you know, when no work is going on, my, my interest in it kind of all kind of plummeted really. Like, so um, I haven't been doing anything on it. I have it there. And now that the kids are kind of back from school last week, because that's on my list to, to kind of get that done. I'm, I suppose I'm probably about three quarters of the way through it. So I just need to kind of tighten up a few bits and, and get that launched. So it will be much better. But the kind of website you know it's never my website has never i would say affected the work i get um so you kind of get lazy about certain things you know yeah i understand well it's when things are working as well it's like you know if, if it's not um, broken you know don't fix it i understand that kind of way of thinking um yeah and it sounds like you've been so busy actually shooting the weddings and thus editing so the, the website can go a bit on the back burner so yeah yeah, yeah that's it that, totally. i mean it like I said, it hasn't it hasn't affected it. Obviously, if you do it and you do it better, you might see kind of an an increase. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I doing I enough there. You're doing well. Yeah. Well, that's it. I set myself a certain amount that I need to shoot every year. I get that without any problem at all. So 
John oh, can have the you worldwide know. pandemic thing. Yeah, yeah, apart from yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll mention it. Uh, yeah, so you said you've been doing this um 12 years which is a long time man it's called what is what's your journey you know how did you get into this whole wedding world um because you're based in ireland aren't you yeah yeah so like so i'm from limerick in in ireland which is kind of over kind of west coast side not quite on the coast like i said the west of ireland and um like so up until last year we moved we moved kind of to a place um a smaller village kind of um about 20 minutes away last year so up until that i kind of been in limerick and, and that's where it's based like so how i got into weddings um basically i was m- myself and my wife which my girlfriend at the time we were we met traveling so we were in canada and that's where we met and we moved oh, cool. down to new zealand we lived there for a bit so we were kind of like traveling for the guts of about three years and i was i was doing nothing i'd done kind of essentially nothing in college and all that um i'd done a couple of courses but never kind of found anything um that i really wanted to do and when i was traveling i was mixing between like say manual labor between painting and working in construction sites and all this kind of stuff but that's when i picked up my first camera like when we were traveling and i kind of from the moment i picked it up i never put it down and i was just literally shooting everything and kind of what was that do you remember what that camera was so my first like i I had just a point and shoot originally it was a some sort of fuji if i'm right i can't remember but my first ever uh dslr was the sony alpha 100 when david sony released their first um dslr i yeah. i kind of picked that up down there's only pioneer and now everybody else yeah. man so <laughs> yeah well I've, i i jumped ship actually a few years later when i yeah. actually started shooting weddings um so a couple of years later i kind of i i, I ended up in canon and i went to college back here in limerick there's a photography college that i attended oh cool it's kind of a two-year course and in the first year in the kind of summer break between year one and year two I set up the business and I just, I, I got my, I shot my first wedding in, in, in between there. And I kind of, that's, that's kind of it. I kind of kicked off from there. Yeah, like cool, I, I had no great desires like to, to be honest, like from the very beginning, I was like, right, how can I make money? I really enjoy doing photography. How can I make money doing it? And weddings was kind of the obvious one. Yeah. So I kind of kicked off and it kind of snowballed fairly quickly you know so and then here we are 12 years later and i'm half retired due to covid but (laughs) temporary temporary temporary. what was um so it was a whole college photography college then yeah well so like there's a course within the college um that was yeah and was that good because i whenever i hear about people studying photography they always say there was kind of no or hardly any business side no practical side to it really it was your similar or did it have like practical elements yeah there was there was a bit of a business um side to it not not too much um it was mostly focused on on photography and we'd all like dark room side of it and everything like so we kind of learned all aspects of it and there was a little bit on the business but I don't know with the business side of it. I think for me, I kind of learned through doing, you know, mm-hmm. to uh, like kind of working with people and just figuring it out as I went. That's a good way to do stuff, though, isn't it? It's good. And do you remember your very first wedding? What was that like? Yeah, it was. Um, I was really lucky with my first one. Now, in fairness, um, I had this. I suppose for me, like I was what age? Was I, I was twenty-five when I first. Sh- shot my first wedding and oh, cool. that's young. a couple 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I suppose not as young as you see some people doing it now, like, and they're like barely 20 and they're yeah. out shooting these crazy weddings. Like, it's that great. Mm. I wish that was me, but no, no, it wasn't. Um, yeah, I wish I'd started younger. I was, well, too, I was like 30 or so when I started. Really? Yeah. 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 So, like, I mean, listen, at least we're able to do it whatever, whatever stage, like, because it's, it's a great old job, really. Mm. Um, so yeah my first wedding was oh, i was mad one like because at that stage and because i'd been away and traveling like i couldn't even drive so i remember like my best friend drove me to to shoot this wedding <laughs> and, and like he he's girl like certainly a girl he was seeing at the time was like there was a, kind of it was obvious, like when you think back now it's you know, a little bit embarrassing but the couple were great i think it was their second marriage so they right. were just so easy going like I, I really i couldn't have been any kind of luckier with how it all went oh like everything went well she's can't really remember the, the photos and that now like but i remember it all kind of kicked off quite nicely and and no, cool. real, no real issues yeah have you got any photos from your that first wedding in your portfolio now no <laughs> <laughs> nor do i nor do i <laughs> there's uh yeah like i suppose it probably would have been in there for a while right like but uh i i, I try and do it for the most part like kind of not have any photos up online that would be more than three years old okay. and there probably a few have snuck through the net but like I try not to you know plus as well like you know as, as your your style develops and grows like you probably don't like your older stuff as much that's certainly the case for me anyway that's true and we get we do get better hopefully we get better yeah. that way. it makes sense I did a little portfolio review because I've been updating my website recently and I think I I did have some old images of my portfolio that I totally forgot about um and it's quite nice to do a refresh but it takes a lot of work doesn't it it does take a yeah. lot of work mm. yeah it definitely does a lot of time that's you know could I suppose it is it is important you know but sometimes your attention just goes elsewhere yeah definitely so you said so it's like 12 years ago and, it, and you said it kicked off really quite well right from the beginning how were you getting your kind of original bookings then did we put in like time into seo and stuff or was it word of mouth how were you doing it alan i could not be more useless at that kind of stuff um <laughs> like for me at, at that time like if i'm right like i wasn't even on facebook there was none of this stuff when i was starting off like it was myspace and bebo or <laughs> your social media at that stage no yeah. like what, what kicked it off for me was um say between myself and, and well aiden who was my my girlfriend at the time like um and now she's now my wife like um yeah, but um we came up with this this plan to kind of launch it and we did kind of like a free wedding competition oh cool yeah. kind of on, in the local paper and um it was basically kind of give away a free wedding and then everyone kind of bring in this you know you got to send in your contact details and all this and, and the paper did the draw but in getting everybody's kind of contact details in I then like use as an opportunity to send out like vouchers to them because I had their contact details. It's mm -hmm, all before GDPR. And <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I, I got a load of bookings that way. Yeah. And that kind that of launched me into like 30 weddings, I think fairly yeah, straight away. Like, yeah. So that was it. That was the, that was the big launch for, for my business. So it, it worked out great. Um, I don't, like, I don't know if you could, if you could do that now, like starting off, who knows, but, um, well, I think it's still I think that's still a, a good way to to do things and start off were you kind of did you have a day job as well or when you first started out or were you just kind of all in on the photography and? a bit all in now I was lucky because say 
at that time like i mean my myself and aiden were like living together with friends of mine so we're like in a house share and right like so i was in the college and i was still like doing bits and pieces like painting odd jobs kind of stuff and she was working full time so we'd no great outgoings rent was cheap so i was and we had kind of savings behind us from from kind of working in that abroad and that like so um right. yeah like we know i could fairly got into it um kind of dedicated my time to it like i didn't have to have a, a full-time job or anything as well so that's cool but, um, then kind of two years in i was kind of making enough money that we could you know she was aiden was working and and i was doing starting to get bits and pieces enough to get get by you know right yeah oh good and was your wife supportive from the get-go of, of your oh, absolutely. yeah yeah oh. to be honest though, i probably wouldn't have ended up doing this if it wasn't for her kind of oh. backing of me like so she was the one that researched about the college and everything like um before we came home she was like you know i'd always been saying that i need to do something else i didn't know what i wanted to do and when she saw like obviously how much i was using the camera and just interested in photography was like why not give this a shot so that was it so it's really down to her like oh that's nice no oh, brownie points if she's listening to this as well but... <laughs> um oh cool man okay let's let's change tack slightly let's change tack um if you won the lottery what would you spend it on darren would you still do wedding photography Ooh, um would i still do wedding photography <laughs> I would certainly, you know, if I was a millionaire, maybe, maybe not. Like, I'd, I'd probably just, I don't know, I don't know what I do, Alan. You have these conversations, and like, I like a nice, easy life. That's for sure. There's no, like, um, joy. I, I really do enjoy my work. Like, I love it. So I'm, I'm very fortunate that way. Probably, I'd probably, maybe still do it, but just not as many, obviously. And I'd probably, Mm. maybe up the prices and. You know, just uh, obviously I wouldn't need the money if I was a millionaire, but just I, I'd certainly be a lot more kind of choosy and I, I wouldn't do the numbers just to give right, more okay. to uh, the family in that. But what yeah. would I do? I don't know, man. I do a lot of traveling. That's for sure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And that's how you met your wife then. Is she from yeah. Ireland as well, though? Or is yeah, she, she's, yeah, she's from Dublin. So, um, uh, okay. nice. yes, yeah, so cool. we met in Canada. But yeah, we, we've done quite a bit of traveling over the years. So we'd uh, be back to that. Ah, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, it's a funny question, isn't that? Because well? I think about it as well. And like, I just don't know. It'd be weird not to, you know, what would you do with your daytimes if you didn't have to earn any kind of money at all? It'd be, it takes something out of life in a way. It's yeah. You kind of need those targets, right? Or something to work towards and achieve. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. yeah. Oh, well, it'd be a good problem to have, though. I wouldn't mind having that problem. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely sign me up for that is problem anyway um going back to, to your volume again of of weddings what so did you say really that you've shot 65 in a year oh yeah yeah wow man how do you cope though i mean like i mean i think people have just been really interested because uh you know a lot of people who listen they do similar numbers 50 plus and then there are others who only do like 15 or whatnot how do you physically cope with doing like 65 i don't know i suppose for me first off like i I'm the type of person that has to be doing something. Right. Like, I, I, I can't, I can't just, I relax and time isn't very much like, even, even like say throughout this COVID thing, like I'm, I, I kind of constantly need to be doing something. I can't just like sit down and watch the, the, mm. the TV all out that much like. So, um, 
Yeah, so how do I get through it? I don't know. Like, I mean, I suppose the one thing for me is like most of my weddings are quite local. So I I would say I shoot about 95% of my weddings like within like an hour's drive of my house. Right. That's cool, I guess. That would help, definitely. So Yeah, so that definitely helps. So, um... And how have you, have you, have you, you know, how do you get targeted local weddings specifically? It's just, it's word of mouth, you know, that's it. Like, I have, I've never, like, it's been years and I honestly can't remember. It must be, what, six or seven years, probably more since I kind of did any sort of advertising. So I'm, I'm kind of in a good area where, like, between, say, Limerick, Clare, Tipperary would be the, the kind of counties where, where I work quite a bit. And um, and there's a lot of good venues and mm-hmm. a lot of good, like, you know, there's, yeah, there's just kind of a lot of weddings kind of happen around here. And I suppose the fact that I stayed local and I always have done, you just build your reputation locally, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, friends and families, I would have, you know, I, 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 like 90, probably 95% of my, my weddings come from, referrals from other couples wow that's huge it just kind of builds up locally that's kind of it you know that's really cool yeah so like the few that i kind of do take on that would be a bit further afield would also probably be come from local weddings you know they've just they're probably just going to somewhere a bit further afield to to get married Mm. fairly local or they've some sort of local connection so so that's That's helped but then do you not like doing a i guess you sometimes do triples do you do you do triple headers uh yeah i do i have i have done it used to before the kids came along i used to do uh, you know, more of them but now i'm, I'm a lot more picky mm. although next year is going to be nuts with triples if you know oh, if everything kind of all these rearrangements from this year going to next year so yeah how do you cope on that third one you know i've only i've only done it a few times and that third one i'm like oh man it's it's tough it's tough yeah like i, th- I think when i'm shooting i'm fine i just kind of not, not that I get through it. I, like, I think I kind of give as good on the third as I do in the first. But it's just the, you know, it's after. It's on day four. When you're not doing anything, you're just KO'd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, for me, I'm getting older now, man. And it's like even like the day after a single wedding, I'm a bit, <laughs> you get that wedding hangover a bit. Um, I did a triple though. The McDonald's couple, oh, the McDonald's helps though, man. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did a triple a few couple of years ago, though, where I was in Cornwall the first night and then I was in Norwich, which was like the total other side of the UK. And then I was back in Cornwall on the third. So that that was a killer. Hell, how do you do that? Like, oh no, the driving is silly. And so now, I mean, I'm so I'm different to you now. So I, I think only about five percent of my weddings are in Cornwall. So virtually every weekend I'm traveling, which I'd love to get more local weddings. Really, I mean, I, I don't mind shooting around, but it's nice to get back to your own bed, isn't it? Really, and yeah, yeah, like I, I definitely wouldn't be able to do like the that sort of traveling like um it's just killer because you, you know yourself you like you've probably been in a situation where you're you're driving like past 12 o'clock and like mm-hmm. you're just your body is wrecked and like you have to pull over either for like yeah. I, i've pulled over on, uh, on the way home from wedding if i've done long ones where i've actually just had a kip on the side of the road that you makes know. sense so that works that kind of little power nap that can really help mm-hmm. yeah you, 
do you find yourself doing that at all or oh oh, yeah man i have like double cappuccinos at the mcdonald's breaks that i do um (laughs) yeah that really helps because yeah like you i have got tired doing that because now i used to stay away um an extra night when i was traveling you know so i'd stay the saturday night near as well but now i just like to get home so often now i'm like finishing at like 10 and then i've got like a six or five and a half hour drive ahead of me so i don't get back to about four in the morning it's mental yeah that's a tough one that is a tough one. Um, one of your specific reportage awards that I love, by the way, um, it seems to be what it looks like during the speeches with a bride wiping away a tear with the shadow of the speech giver, which I presume is yeah. the groom, is it? In, yeah. Yeah. In the background. It's it's so cool, man. It's so it's so great how you kind of just see the shadow of the groom and their hands touching as well. Um, can you tell us about that image in particular, how you got what that one? Did you see that opportunity to get that shadow? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose I, I was lucky enough with some help from the the videographer that was working on the day. He set up his his lights and it just, the position, I mean, I did see it before I took it, but I, like I didn't, it wasn't something that, the lighting wasn't something I set up. It was just the competition or the composition even. And um, like obviously the, the fact, the moment, you know, they were, oh, that couple, they were brilliant and they were so like open about their their feelings and they were just so like so into into the to the day like and there was a lot of emotion that day so like his speech was brilliant um and yeah the tears it was just like for me it was just i suppose waiting for the moment they were quite emotional so you're kind of you know you're you're thinking and you're hoping that something's gonna happen like tears yeah. are always great for photos right um, yeah we want tears we want yeah, tears exactly <laughs> so it's just like you know i i i'd seen the, the lighting so it's just really waiting for the moment and just kind of setting up the composition and like I, I got the helping hand from the videographer so you know, that's a very modest way of saying it but a lot of I think so many of us wouldn't even see the opportunity you know so it's it's hard to think outside the box a lot of the time like that and yeah it's just such an awesome shot man and anyone's listening now whilst uh, running or, or checking into McDonald's and a midnight you know um check go to the site this reportage.com I'll include that reportage award that Darren just spoke about there but it's it's super cool, man. Super cool. Um, you mentioned the videographer there. Do you do you work off with videographers? Um, I do. Like, um, actually, there was a, a a local videographer that I work with quite a bit. He was he's involved in the IPPVA, um, which is the Irish Professional uh, Photographers and Videographers Associ- Association. He was on <laughs> to me last year. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, he was on to me last year just to ask, like he was, he was just looking for some statistics. And actually, exactly fifty percent of my weddings last year had a videographer. Oh wow, so, wow, that's cool. I mean, and that's quite high. I guess it's just different for all of us. So for me, I reckon only a couple of weddings a year I have a videographer. So, do you have any kind of tips for working with videographers at all? Um, like I don't know tips. I'm not sure, like because of the way I shoot, it's very kind of relaxed and and that documentary style. Obviously, um, I don't I don't kind of get in the way, but also because couples that kind of book my style, they don't want videographers really that that are kind of too in your face either. So I actually work with a lot of videographers that would have predominantly a similar style. You know, they might some some video guys might do or or girls might do a little bit maybe of um pose and stuff kind of come a couple time but most of them most of them don't most of them kind of follow similar lines to myself so like working with them it's just making sure that you maybe have a little chat 
at the start of the day or something mm-hmm. to go just let them know how you work if you haven't worked with them before or vice versa um and just kind of say listen this is how i, I kind of approach there, there's no like i suppose for me there I, I would certainly let them know that sometimes i do kind of get in close like mm-hmm. in certain scenarios like you know um and but i'm always kind of very mindful of how they need to work as well like you know i wouldn't i'm certainly not the type of person i would step on anybody's toes just to get my shot you know but, um, that's cool yeah we both got to do our jobs haven't we we're both hired exactly. for it yeah that's cool. Yeah. have you ever have you ever had any nightmare videographer though i'm sure there's a videography podcast where they're asking like did you ever have a <laughs> yeah, photographer exactly. nightmare have you ever had any nightmares or anything no i haven't really honestly honestly like i haven't there's been like certainly like, i kind of seem to work with the same kind of people Right. Kind of, uh, more often than not, and every once in a while you get somebody kind of new in the mix. But um, no, I've had no no disasters. Like um, good going, but, especially with such yeah. a high percentage of your weddings having a videographer as well. Yeah, exactly. Like no, I, I, I've never had like a disaster with a videographer. Like just been once or twice, kind of like little issues that you're going, oh shit, I, I, I wish that didn't happen. But mm. nothing that you'd be really complaining about. I'm I'm, I'm very lucky with the, the kind of people I I work with quite a bit. You know. That's cool, man. That's cool. Cool. Okay. Let's change tack again, like in this. So a totally random question that I've not asked in a long time. If you could be someone else for a day, living or dead, uh, who would you be? My God. <laughs> uh, genie Mac. Uh, who would I be? I have no idea. Um, That's a random one. Who would I be? Like, I suppose, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, a different i suppose you try and kind of be your hero like certainly for me like when i was growing up my my idol would have been zinedine zidane oh like really a big football fan yeah uh, yeah huge huge football fan so like he was he was my idol so if you're kind of looking from that point of view and then that'd be cool, like that, be cool to be zidane for a day that would be cool that would be pretty cool yeah well in his playing <laughs> days like definitely oh, okay yeah not management days yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, uh, you know, as you grow up, your idols are probably are not as as strong as they were when you were kids. You know, so um, that's true. Have you ever have you ever met someone that you've kind of like had you know a lot of respect for, or just kind of idolized or something, and then kind of because they always say don't meet your heroes, do they? But it's just interesting to hear people's uh, uh, experience in that. Have you ever been disappointed with someone that you met? Um. No, no, I can't say I've ever really met anyone that like famous that would have been that. Like, there's, there's like other photographers that I, I hugely respect, but mm-hmm. um, like I, to be honest, I don't have many heroes. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't put kind of people up in a pedestal like that so much. Mm-hmm. Not, I think that's good. You know, not now, not, not like you're older and wiser and you realize that everyone has their flaws, right? So, um, yeah, well, none of us know what we're doing, really. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what are you afraid of darren afraid of probably getting complacent with the weddings and and like not putting my you know, the same effort and having the same drive that like you know we probably all have this when you're you know you're 50 and we still gonna be doing this in when you're 55 and will people still want me so um to shoot do it like think about that much do you do you think about the future like that um like it's hard not to, right? So, you know, yeah. you have kids, so it's hard. It's hard. Like, go, will the income kind of be coming in from weddings at that stage? So, um, like personally, the way I feel right now, like I'm doing it twelve years, and I, I probably have more interest in it now than I ever have. Like, I mean, I, I really That's do cool. love what I do, so I don't see that fading. But what do you think is? Good. 
what has kept that passion for you you know what has because i think some people are shot maybe like six seven years and they're kind of losing the the desire for it you know is what has kept that 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 passion for you um i don't i don't know like probably the desire just to kind of always improve and i like i'm i'm very aware of how lucky i am like i mean it's been a lot of hard work to get the business where it is but um like uh, I'm very much aware that, like I, like I said, I used to work in construction sites and 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 that. So knowing that there's a lot harder jobs out there than what mm-hmm. uh, I do, and the reward that you get for the work, both like you know financially, there's a good reward, but it's the compliments you get from your kind of couples and and that that really kind of help as well like the appreciation that they show you for John when you do a good job like you get that's so true it's so true yeah yeah so like it can can be so easy to take this uh, for granted this 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 kind of job that we have and it is yeah I I totally agree with you there and you're talking about compliments as well just then um you recently had a a peer praise piece written a peer praise piece that's a lot that's quite a lot of alliteration there um written about you by a fellow TIR member Jonathan Ryder what was that like finding out that someone had written you know such nice things about you publicly as well yeah it's it's, it's great like uh, I met Jonathan at um at the develop workshop uh a couple of years ago now um where I was speaking and and kind of got chatting and it's kind of a, a chat that kind of uh, progressed kind of after it and like I don't know I tried to help him out I try and kind of help anybody out where I can like but uh, listen, he, he's a uh, he's bang on uh Jonathan like is really sound guy so yeah it was I mean it's lovely it's lovely to hear stuff like that you know and oh, yeah. hopefully to, to kind of know that you're helping somebody out is is nice well, and I saw some other comments around that piece you know um people saying how much you've you've helped them and inspire them so it's really cool man it's really really cool and and part of Jonathan's peer praise piece about you, um, he talks about your great ability to get close. For me, like I really started off kind of doing it. Sometimes you're just forced in situations, like because of the way I, I I suppose I ended up in this situation where I, I shoot quite wide and quite close a lot. The fact that like I, I do a lot of weddings where like kind of your big Irish wedding, the kind of big families, and you might be in a small like country house where the, the house just jam-packed and you're in amongst it mm-hmm. and like every you're surrounded by people and um you know you've no choice but to kind of shoot like that and yeah. I, I just I always kind of saw that my my images were better when I shot like that you get more contact context mm-hmm. um in your images so it's what's going on like um it's just that sense of like when you're looking at a photograph that you you're in it not just some kind of candid shot from afar, you know. Mm, so, um, so you just, yeah, it's, it's it's the life it brings to a photograph, you know. So kind of tips in it, I don't know. You just you gotta jump in. But what I would say is like, it, there's you know yourself, Alan, in situations with weddings, you can kind of you learn to predict moments that are going to happen. Mm. Um, so like for me, I suppose one tip would be if you are going to do it and step in real close into moment, step in, be kind of prepared um like settings wise that you know you're going in you're, you're shooting it and you're stepping out just as quick and not to be in people's faces all the time like because like much and all is it's great to get those type of shots like like you're there in somebody's wedding they 
they don't need you in their face constantly. So it's about being, if you're doing it, be quick, jump in, get the shot, get out, and kind of even just step away from people. Like, but, um, like from, yeah, I suppose for me, like the way I shoot it, like I always say that kind of everybody that's involved in the wedding is almost as important as the bride and groom. So I don't just focus on the bride and groom, like say throughout the day, like it's, it's very much about their families and, and kind of closest friends. So there's like a huge focus on the whole kind of party. So like, I'm not in the bride and grooms or anybody's kind of face all that, all that much throughout today, you know? That's cool. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Totally agree with that. I say that on my client meetings as well is, you know, that obviously you, you guys are the most important people and there'll be loads of photos of you, but it's just as important for me to capture all your family and friends. And I think then we get kind of more relaxed couples that are not just all about themselves as well. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I'd say yourself, myself probably have quite similar clients, mm. you know, just, but, um, yeah, so all good. And one aspect, you know, if you one aspect of your work, which, which I particularly love, is the way that you you crop your images. You know, you don't seem to stick to a set ratio like so many photographers do. You know, can you tell us more about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't like I I don't think I've any great formula for it, Alan. Really, except for that, like I just I look at it kind of images individually and whatever way they need to be cropped, whether it's to like, you know bring in the context of a photo or simplify the kind of the background of what's going on. But um yeah, I've no great formula. Just take kind of each image individually. Like I, I I've no kind of set routine as in like I have to get certain photos and they never like there's no thinking of albums or anything like that afterwards. It's what's best for that photo. I think that's that I think that is really cool, man. And such, um, you know, I think so many photographers are just stuck in that kind of like three two ratio. And you give yourself so many more kind of creative opportunities and so many more opportunities to make a, a stronger frame by being able yeah. to crop it however you see best. Yeah, exactly. Mm, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, let's let's go. Let's go. Let's change tack again. Let's change tack again. Um, let's go. In terms of your editing specifically, because we just talked about cropping, can you tell us a bit about how you do yours? Any tips or bits of advice? Especially a kind of workflow would be quite interesting from you, especially with shooting so many weddings. You know, you must. I guess you must have that down to a to a, a T. Um, I probably could be a bit better, Alan. But like, uh, like I do. I suppose for me, it's like the, the getting the cull done is a, a huge thing. Um, mm. Once you kind of get the cull done, uh, like obviously I use kind of Lightroom, like I assume kind of pretty much everybody does. Mm. Um, it's about just like I have I have certain presets that I use mm. and I kind of always work off those. Like, um, well, I suppose for me, a huge thing is listening to music as I edit oh cool like, okay yeah yeah they like it, it, the more kind of upbeat kind of whether it be i don't know like uh, i listen to different types of music but the the kind of more tempo there is in the music the quicker I, I can edit and actually the more creative if i'm listening to certain types of music it definitely helps me in in my edit um oh that's cool yeah and it's so weird for me I, I love hearing how people do that for me for like my first few years of editing i did i never had any music on i don't know why it's so much more enjoyable with music on yeah. <laughs> what do you like to listen to then what do you listen to i listen to like different uh, like say anything from like seraphonics would be my my favorite band. oh really yeah cool yeah i've been listening to them a long time um but like i listen to anything like i i, I listen from stuff like kind of rock indie to bluegrass to uh, hip-hop 
to like yeah like in the, in the last few years i've kind of really broadened my horizons music wise but it's cool yeah, to kind be of like, like that yeah yeah it is like i mean there's so much amazing music out there but like yeah i kind of always kind of go back to to rock and whether it be some of the classic stuff or okay uh, stereophonics yeah. man that is old school <laughs> stereophonics yeah school. i've been a fan since day one man. so like yeah i remember oh, cool. yeah you've so, seen uh, them live uh, about five or six times have you wow oh, cool are they a good live band i've never seen them oh, live. yeah amazing yeah amazing are they, are they still around years oh yeah 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 i mean the band has changed like throughout the years obviously but um yeah just sitting around still still plugging away oh cool uh, okay I like I, you know, I, was, I only know that kind of like is it a thousand trees or something is that yeah, a song yeah. yeah good yeah good call that's a good tune good that call, man. <laughs> most people know like have a nice day or something like it's stuff about oh it. right yeah if you want a good wedding song Alan look uh too many sandwiches if you want to you should check that one out too many too sandwiches. Many. <laughs> that's it it's a good wedding song okay but, sounds uh, funny it's a good title yeah it is it is it wouldn't be your your it wouldn't be a first dance type song now all oh, right okay uh, <laughs> worth it. um yeah. you're you're speaking at doc day this coming march which is very exciting you know the first doc day was awesome we're really looking forward to the second one how are you feeling about that you're looking forward to it you know what can we yeah. expect from your talk any little preview well, if I give you previews now, I'll give it all away. No, I suppose what I do is I'll probably go through my approach. And I know that I've, like, say, Kevin and Annie have asked me to speak about one or two little kind of aspects of my work. Like, a lot of it is is that kind of shooting close and and, and that kind of approach to my work. But as um, I haven't, because of this COVID thing, I haven't, like, set out exactly what I'm going to. I definitely, I, I've written notes of what uh, I've been kind of taking jotting down notes here and there but like a big thing about my work is that shooting real close to the action and really being in being in amongst it and, and how to to do that and then there's very much like an what I would kind of consider an Irish kind of um side to my work like I, I shoot kind of a lot of your kind of Irish traditional wedding and there's definitely aspects of my work that is um definitely features of that that kind of run through my work quite a bit like but i suppose it's probably maybe it's not too much different to any other kind of traditional wedding but it's uh there's just kind of parts of that like i'm going to touch on a couple of different things but shooting close is is definitely going to be kind of one of them and my approach and my reasons why and that but there's a couple of other aspects that i'm not sure that uh, i've been asked to speak about but i'm not sure i'm supposed to be giving them away so okay (laughs) but hopefully it's of of value to people right but listen uh doc day 21 is going to be amazing some of the speakers there are just it's crazy to think that i'll be on the same kind of stage as them yeah exciting yeah so yeah because last year was brilliant it was oh, it was really fun wasn't it and that was when i met you for the first well, i've already yeah, met you then yeah, yeah yeah so yeah that was a fab 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 day yeah people um do head to 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 well you can head to this reportage.com and there's a link to doc day uh there and yeah darren's going to be talking and york place studios as well and fabio marilla and yeah it's going to be it's just going to be great in it it's going to be cool yeah yeah like i mean to be able to share the stage with like York place like their work is just insane next level and fabio yeah it's gonna be crazy crazy and, uh, and we need the party as well we need the party yeah last party was uh was a good one it was, it was. Good, yeah. a late one 
Yeah. <laughs> we we were like, yeah, well, I can't even remember what time I left you. It was late though. Yeah, I was there to the bitter end anyway, till the last pub close. So <laughs> it does usually find me anyway. <laughs> um darren has there been a specific turning point in your career at all you know something perhaps a certain wedding or an award or or anything that has just had a major impact on your career i would say like i spoke about this before about a kind of workshop that there's there was one moment at a wedding that really did um have a big impact in in how i work like from then on and it's probably i don't know maybe six or six or seven years ago um I can remember the wedding, I can't remember where it was. But essentially what happened, like it was one of those kind of mistakes that you make and you're going, oh shit, like I'm not going to let this happen again. And the situation was, like this is this sticks out in my mind quite a bit, like the situation was the mother of the bride on the morning of the wedding, the bride was in her dress. She was given like a gift to the bride and it was obviously something that she'd been putting a lot of thought into and that. And I just remember at the time when when she handed it over, like it was a, such a big moment for the mother. And I, I spoke, I don't know what I said, but I interrupted that moment. Uh, just, I suppose, trying to be nice and friendly. But like, I at that time, the bride turned and like gave her attention to me instead of like the mother. And I could just, I saw it on the mother's face, like, um, you know it was it was it was ruined and i was like oh my god what what have i done like and it wasn't so much at right at that moment at that time but like when john when you're kind of driving home in the car afterwards Mm -hmm. i was like i really effed that up like you know that was such a huge moment for the mother she'd obviously been planning it and here's me with my mouth and um (laughs) yeah i ruined that so from from that kind of moment on it really did change um how I kind of worked like I so like when I'm at a wedding kind of say I like the morning prep is a huge part of the day for me it's just like my favorite part of of any wedding like shooting the morning prep okay yeah um so like when I go in now to like the mornings and ever since that moment like it's I I don't speak a whole lot to uh, to people that are around me like I mean I mean, I engage to a point where they know I'm friendly and that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really kind of, and I'll probably laugh along with people if there's funny stuff happening. But I really don't engage too much, like not to, obviously not to the point of rudeness or any anywhere near that. Like, but mm. I'm not a big chatty person. I let the couples and their families and friends kind of enjoy the day. Let them have all the action, and that's I'm cool. just kind of shooting it, you know. So that so that's probably for me. That's probably the, the one that biggest standout moments mm, that's that really interesting point. yeah really interesting to hear that man as well um and i'm really similar to you as well in that i would say hello you know did you sleep um, i always do that kind of cliche question and then i tell them to just ignore me and i virtually only speak then if i'm spoken to you know i don't really start conversations and things no um, yeah it's a great way to do it like because i mean everything's going to be happening in front of you anyway and if you want to show i suppose a true representation of their day I mean, I mean, you're a part of it, right? So it's mm. it's inevitable that, that your attention is going to be drawn to you. But like, I mean, just allow them to enjoy their moments between each other, and then show them those afterwards. That's I suppose that's mm. what our job is to do. Like, you know, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, just for you to even pick up on that kind of moment between the bride and her mom, and then feel annoyed at yourself. It just shows, you know, how empathetic you are, which is such an in, 
an important thing to have in this job. You know, some people, some photographers would not have even had any kind of sensitivity around that kind of scene. And, you know, so it's great that you do, you know, it shows that you yeah. care. Yeah. yeah, I suppose uh, I suppose if you ruined one moment again, a million others, hopefully that was worth it, right? Maybe not for that. <laughs> but <laughs> she probably hates me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it, is there anything that bugs you about our industry at all? About the, you know, wedding photography industry or the wedding industry in general? Um, I don't know. Like, the, I can't say there's anything that bugs me too much. I mean, like, I suppose sometimes when you, like, you see the stuff, they, they're the, the kind of, the importance people put on certain things you know like whether it be mm. some of the, the decorations and stuff like that and candy carts and stuff you're going <laughs> uh, is it necessary would you like for me if it was me i'd be thinking would you not just spend that money on the honeymoon you know mm, that's, that's probably true. you know but listen each to their own like you know some people love it and you know people get kind of get swept up in their weddings as well like you know so mm. um no, like there's there's nothing that really kind of nothing that bugs me. Like you sound yeah. very easygoing and very positive person, which is a very good thing. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I like positive. Well, hopefully, but um, I'm yeah, I'm certainly quite an easygoing person, pretty chilled, and you know, I, I, I don't have like personality wise, I don't have any kind of highs or lows. I'm quite in the middle, you know. That's good. Good way to be, and especially with this, um, with the pandemic as well. That is a good way to be to have that in your kind of um, personality repertoire. I think. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say something then to do with. Oh yes, because you're saying because you're kind of laid back. Does that mean do you never get kind of um, nervous or anxious before shooting a wedding? You know, have you always been okay with that kind of side of things? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say obviously always because you know when you're starting off or whatever, but. Yeah, it's been years, Alan, since I've ever, like, really. No, I, I don't get nervous, to be honest, Alan. Like, I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. I barely think about the weddings before before I shoot them. I don't get nervous, kind of, even. I know I've heard you and kind of some of the other podcasts saying, like, you know, driving up, you're having your nervous wee and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, man, I, like, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think too much about them. Like, I have, I obviously, I, I kind of speak to the couple maybe the week of the wedding. Like, I, I probably have a 20-minute phone call with couples, say, the Monday of, of the wedding uh, or something like that, and, like, just get all the information they want. Apart from that, like, I, I know what I'm doing. Um once I know that whatever shots they might have on on a list that they want kind of ticked off, you know, I know I'm always on my toes. I'm a, I'm a hard worker. Like, I never let the camera down. I'm never, like, off taking a break. That's not kind of part of, part of my kind of style. Like, so I know that I'm kind of always going to be prepared for anything that happens in front of me. And, yeah, so I'm not... I want to be like that, man. I want to be like that. Teach me. <laughs> I want to be like that. <laughs> uh, but I, is, there I, any, I, is there any specific I, element of the day that you, you know, that you get more anxious than others at all? Or is it not just everything you just, you know, everything's cool? You know, like some, some people that are really into the documentary side really don't like it when it comes to like the couple time stuff. And that, or you, do you like that stuff as well? Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. Like, I mean... I, I love shooting the morning prep because you never know what house kind of you're when you when you're walking into you don't know what kind of who's going to be there as such like um what type of house you're gonna gonna drive up to um and that's so it's the kind of unpredictability of that that I love and I love just capturing then as well the, those people 
are in their most natural environment if they're getting ready at home. So like I just I love kind of jumping into those situations, whatever they may be. Um yeah, at a couple of time, I mean I, I enjoy it. Like I don't overdo it. Like I mean, twenty minutes with a couple for portraits is kind of about as much as I, I shoot. I saw one of your recent portraits though, man. Just amazing lights, like with a couple in the middle and the bottom and and it's kind of a wide shot that you put up a few days ago. It's so oh, good. Yeah. yeah, cheers. Yeah. Like I mean do, do, I yeah, kinda of take a relaxed approach to my to my couple shoots um as well. So like there's nothing too kind of contrived about what I do. It's quite mm. quite natural and relaxed really. So yeah, I don't know none of it phases me. Be honest. <laughs> oh, that's good, man. I just I wish I could be like that. I wish I could be like that. Um you've seen your work, you don't get like that. Oh well, I, I just I mean every morning though, I do. I'm just a funny person, I think. I'm just a strange, strange person. I am <laughs> Um Darren, we've got, I think we've got time just for a couple more questions. Thank you. It's gone so quickly, this one. I know I do say it quite a lot, but it's gone really quick. I looked down at my uh, the clock here. I thought we'd been talking about 20 minutes. It's like over 50 minutes. So, right, just a couple more questions. Um, a big one, because I think people, you know, you're so good at what you do, man. I think people really be interesting to hear. And if they can't get to Doc Day, hopefully they can and hear it in the flesh. But whilst you're here now, you know, what would be your, your top tips then to help someone become better at the documentary side specifically? um god top no, tips I, yeah yeah it's, it's it's a tricky one i would i would say like um you definitely need to be in amongst the action if you're not you're not you're not going to make the best of, of the work so close definitely staying close and just kind of being on your toes and listening like a huge part of me with the whole not talking um that i like to what you and I have said about on the morning, like don't speak too much, like because you're just drawing attention away from what's happening and drawing attention towards you. So like not talking, but also along with that, then kind of listening. So like I mean, you'll you'll hear some like things that might tee up your next shot if like if there's a joke or something being said on the morning. If you're listening to that, you might go right. I'm gonna go for the reactions here or something rather mm -hmm. than the, the person telling the joke or. Um, that's just, a really good one it's kind of like using all your senses isn't it I mean yeah, that is a really yeah, good definitely. one no it, like it's definitely important like um, yeah major major tips is definitely just being amongst the action that's it for me that's got to be it because if you're not in it like you just you get the sense of life in a photograph if it's wide and if you're if you're close like I because I shoot a lot with my 20 mil I mean oh, wow. so so I love that it's like my favorite lens for the for the action shots say um yeah no. that's cool I, mean, I i totally agree with you with that and close did you you know was it just natural for you did you always start kind of close you know like 12 years ago or did it oh, so it's something that no. came along no probably something that just you know as you're seeing it like i said sometimes you're you're thrown into those situations mm -hmm. um where the type of weddings that i shoot like you'd have big families there together sometimes you're just and, and there's nothing you can do and i think it just came naturally to see that my photos are just generally better you know like that um i would have definitely shot for more with my 7200 and that when i was when I was starting out and you're a bit more timid of kind of in amongst it all. But mm. no, I think sometimes you're forced into it. And once you just, you'll see it in your work, review, review your work and always kind of look, oh, right. I've, I've messed up here today doing in a little instance. What was it? How do you kind of not let that happen again? 
you know and i think if you're constantly just reviewing your work little by little and picking out just like those little marked improvements um then you're just gonna eventually kind of get better like great advice yeah great advice man really is great advice right penultimate question now uh something that i just always find interesting what does it mean to be successful to you Ooh, um i suppose like everything else and there's successful in business and successful in life right mm, so yeah. i don't know in business it's for me it's just about having a, a strong enough business that i can like comfortably live my life with my family like so like i mean lucky enough you know we i've built a big a, a good business here that means you don't have to to worry about the bills too much and the, you, cool. the kids can have what they want and we get you know the holidays that we want um so, so i suppose having a successful business um i don't like i don't know just that life isn't an effort with regards to having to pay the bills you know for me mm -hmm. that's it like like i said it's it's i'm I'm not into big highs or big lows so i, I don't want it all with regards to money and cars and all that but um or anything like that or massive house or but i just i, I also at the same time for me i suppose success is not having to kind of be looking towards the next credit card bill and, and oh, looking yeah yeah we've, we've been able to do that you know i've I'm, my wife is a uh, and say in accounts she works in accounts that's her trade so she's got the books kind of sorted and she has oh, she's her, on it she's her, on her it. financial plan so she doesn't let me stray i don't actually have much control <laughs> of it all really ellen i go and shoot the weddings and she's got the the finances down to a t you know <laughs> that's good that's a good relationship man that is good <laughs> I, I, i'm honestly not allowed at the bank accounts so uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh no that that's funny but i i Oh, I, I can relate to that. I can relate to that, man. Um, but no, I totally, I, I, I love that for your success. And yeah, I totally relate to that as well. That's awesome. Oh, man. Okay. And cool. I'm going to ask one last question, which one I'm not asked in a long time. Um, so do you eat the canapes? Definitely. Yeah. If you've seen me, Alan, I'm not a size 10. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any kind of like technique to, to, to go and grab one or? Uh, yeah, well, I just try and do it not in front of the bride and groom. That, yeah that's kind of it like i don't mind getting caught by the guests but as long as like the bride and groom don't see me like running further across the room like um yeah. Yeah. have you ever had like um a waitress or waiter like kind of like you know not want to give you one or like like turn their eyes up at you when you try and take one uh no i can't have you not no that's no. <laughs> maybe they're friendlier in ireland man yeah, maybe but i suppose i see the same faces quite a bit like right that whole working local Staying, so I'm not going to new venues, so people kind of get to know me, I suppose. Uh, okay, yeah. But um, they know. Oh, that's Darren the canopy. The, yeah, exactly. To keep me away <laughs> from the candy cart. That's what. Uh, really, is that your weakness? Uh, that's my weakness, Alan. Yeah. Not McDonald's. Do you have a McDonald's on the way back though? Uh, well, there is a yeah, there's a few about, but I don't. I'm vegetarian as well, Alan. So it doesn't. Oh, okay. You know, it doesn't. Uh, Eat of, the fries though. They're good fries, man. Could do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah i should do but uh, like yeah i've probably filled myself up with sweets at the candy hair <laughs> so that, that's what <laughs> oh man awesome darren thank you so much for that that was awesome it's so fun talking to you and you shared so much gold there thank you it's awesome
Cool. Well, thanks a million for having me. Oh, no, it's a, a real honor to have you on here. Um, anyone listening, you know, whilst you're walking, running, or doing housework, whatever, head to thisreportage.com. I'll include a link to, to Darren's site and that specific reportage award that we spoke about earlier. And come to Doc Day. Um, Darren's going to be speaking, it's, and it's going to be great. The first one was awesome. The second one's going to be, uh, you know, even better. So, yeah. Yeah, man. And I'll see you there as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, listen, Doc Day 21 is going to be class. Uh, the guys, with the effort they put into to the first one was was amazing, and like yeah. the lineup they have for for the second one is just it's insane. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. How how do you say Annie and Kevin's surname properly? Kafash. Kafash. There we go. I've always been saying it wrong. I think I've been saying Kefake or something. Yeah. Oh man, I I hope that's right. No, it definitely is. Uh, it's going to be right now. I I'm confident in that and. Uh, well, okay. we'll soon see, right? Great. Yeah, so Annie and Kevin created Doc Day. Um, I, we just support them as reportage, but it's their baby, and they, they created such an awesome event last year. And, yeah, as you say, 2021 is going to be awesome. Man, thank you so much again, um, and hopefully I'll, I'll see you there in, um, in March. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to catching up, and we'll, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, man. Awesome. Thanks again. See you later. Listen, thanks again. Bye, man. You've been listening to the 46th episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Darren was a real pleasure to talk to and he shared so much gold there. I hope you enjoyed listening. We have 45 other episodes of the podcast released with photographers such as Menino Conyes Menina, Sidlali Rico, David Scholes, Stephen Hairshaft, Ross Harvey and many more too. You can now also ask Alexa for the This Reportage podcast, which is pretty nifty. If you've been wondering whether it's reportage or reportage, Alexa says reportage, so I'm sticking with that. If you're not yet a member of TIR, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 reportage award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, over 17 hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, with more videos added regularly and much more too. We've also recently launched our sister site for documentary family photography. This is Reportage Family. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. Mm-hmm.